Please don't hump my lamb. Dude, I am seven fingers in the Jim Beam. Get the fucking chili hot dog out of my face. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's so funny. He's such a hoot. And making yeah, sure let me shove this well. baby out of my out of my juiced up jibs and then stoner and the fat man. Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull up, everybody. <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. Uh, Mark Pulos, your host, as always. It's good to be back. I uh, am out in Williston, North Dakota this week, uh, and then I'm going to Minot on the weekend. It's a pretty nice little run. It's an interesting area up here because they're in the middle of an oil boom. A lot of money to be made. Pretty much everybody that lives up here is working on the rigs. So <clears throat> that means that like everything up here is like triple the cost. Like uh the McDonald's dollar menu up here is like the three dollar menu and gas is like twice as expensive. It's uh it's pretty crazy, but uh a lot of fun people, a lot of good crowds. Um so for this podcast I figured uh it would be part two of I don't even know how many parts, but uh, I would go through the next uh, comedy notebook, comedy notebook number two, which I kind of consider technically my first comedy notebook because the first one, uh, if you listen to the other podcasts, it was like a lot of the acting stuff and comedy like put in together. So... um, once I actually decided to pursue it professionally, I got my first uh, comedy notebook. And uh, so that's what I've got here. So let's just uh, get into this. So uh, let's see here. So we've got page one. Joke one. Here we go. (laughs) There are things that just don't go together, like peanut butter, jelly, and tuna fish. What would happen if you went over to your grandma's house, and instead of milk and cookies, she was hitting a 20-foot bong in the living room? Grandma? Question mark. You hear Dr. Dre 2001 Snoop Dogg. Where are the cookies? I ate them all, bitch. (laughs) But there's Cheetos and Buttercups in the kitchen. (laughs) That's a pretty funny joke. There's not much setup or punchline to it, but you can just see how ridiculous my mind was working back then. Uh, My parent, I liked Notebook a little bit better than the last one because it's actually uh, jokes, you know, like small bits and stuff that, Kind of was the initial idea was kind of go back and see some of the original jokes that I was writing, whereas my first comedy notebook was just like page after page of just ramblings. So this will be, I think, a lot more entertaining than the last one was. Um, My parents are trying to get with the times, so they're on the Internet. It is cool to get 
emails from your parents. Of course, my dad likes to send me porn and penis songs, but at least we can bond. Ugh, that is a rough joke. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember this joke. This actually was my bread and butter uh, when I was doing uh, the funny songs on stage. Um, I did a, a podcast. I, I don't even know when these are being posted. I don't even know till the day of which one I'm going to post. So either last week or a couple weeks ago when I did my last uh, funny songs um, podcast, as you know, I... So I would play the funny songs on stage, and I think it was either like after the first song or after all the songs, I would do this joke, which I think is actually a pretty funny joke. Uh, it said, please, ladies, fight the urge to throw your panties on stage because I'm allergic to cotton, <laughs> which I think is a pretty funny joke. Okay, you probably are thinking, why isn't this guy playing football instead of doing stand-up? Well, I have bad knees. It's from all those years of begging for sex. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, that joke actually became my first comedy t-shirt because uh, I got booked for a bunch of triple gigs out west, and I was going to be on the road for a month, and I knew that uh, to sustain that, I was going to need to... Uh, have some funny t-shirts to sell after the show or have something to sell after the show because uh there's no way I was gonna you know pay for gas and hotels I was getting paid like $98 a show or something bullshit so I think I still have one of these shirts like I've over the years of all the funny t-shirts that I've made I think I've gone through probably 20 different shirts I've always kept one shirt from whatever it kind of saved it so I could, you know, just have a some kind of archive of my funny t-shirts. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with them. Okay. You ever seen those commercials for the Montero Sport? Zero down, zero payments, zero finance. Isn't that Grand Theft Auto? Boom! <laughs> God, this is painful, but I'm sure it's hilarious for the listeners. <laughs> Have you ever caught the middle of a conversation and you just had to ask, what the hell is that girl saying? And I quote, I tried smoking no-dos last night and they smelled like crack. Two problems with this. A, she was smoking no-dos and B, she knows what crack smells like. <laughs> I gotta say... I had pretty good chops back in the day uh, if for this being like technically my second comedy notebook I think you know I think I'm a pretty good writer and I always have it's just that performance part of it that took forever for me to figure out okay now they have a bag of now they have a bag of cookies bag of frozen cookies people were Oh, I get what this joke... This joke is about the tube of cookie dough. Like, we're too much of an idiot to uh, to actually make cookie dough, so they sell it in, in a tube now. And then I guess I had seen a commercial, I was at the grocery, and they had frozen cookies where you just take them out of the bag and put them on the cookie sheet. So, so people were too stupid to slice the tube of cookie dough. 
someone's going to figure out how to screw this up, throw the bag in the oven, and call the 1-800 number on the bag. My bag's in the oven and it's on fire. I remember the good old days when we made cookies from scratch. You put in too much brown sugar, you run out of vanilla because grandma drank it all. You make four cookies because everybody ate all the cookie dough. Then grandma's drunk off her ass in the corner talking about how when she was a little girl, they made chocolate chips from scratch. Uh, that was a winner. I'm sure that one went well. Uh, oh, yeah. This actually was a joke in my act for a long time. Santa, Santa selling... What? Continued from page one. What? Okay. Well, it says, do Santa impression. Santa's selling hemorrhoid medication. Just does not... Uh, what's next? Easter Bunny selling gonorrhea medicine. I knew that jackrabbit smelled funny. Mm. The Tooth Fairy selling feminine hygiene products when I pick up a tooth and I get that not so fresh feeling or perhaps Cupid endorsing Viagra when I'm on a date I take a Viagra to keep my arrow straight ping exclamation point okay now our society is so lazy they can't heat a skillet to make eggs so they have to put them in the microwave. Scrambled, and now the egg part. Make four eggs at a time in a skillet. Four eggs, half a pig, and hash browns. What's for dessert? Uh, grease up the paddles and clear. Oh. <laughs> I'm reading it, and I didn't even understand it till I finished it. So I think the idea of that joke was there was a an infomercial they used to play late at night where it was like some kind of contraption that you put in the microwave and it would microwave eggs or something. And like, I, I don't know if there's anything easier than making uh, an egg. I mean, you literally heat the skillet and crack it open in there and like three or four minutes later you have an egg. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know why you would need to be microwaving eggs, but uh, I think what it was was you could buy one of them or, like, for the same price, they would send you four, so you could put four eggs in the microwave or something. So I think the idea of this joke was, like, who needs four eggs? Yeah, I'll take four eggs, half a pig, and hash browns. What's for dessert? Grease them up and clear, like the paddles. God, this is so crazy. This next joke was my closer for, I think, the first three years that I did comedy. So back in the day, I don't even know if they do it anymore, but they used to have a thing on MTV called Total Request Live where they would show like the top ten videos of the day and, and Carson Daly hosted it and there would be kids in the studio and they would all talk about the videos they liked and the musicians that they liked. So this was a joke about that. It said... uh you ever seen TRL? They have videos, uh, and then in the box, uh, in the corner, a little box will come up with some kid saying, 
I love this band, and then they would scream. It's so distracting when you're trying to masturbate to a Britney Spears video. Boom! <laughs> and then the fist would go up. Thank you, good night. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Now they have a drug named Paxil, which helps you overcome social anxiety disorder. Come on, people, if we really accept this as a disease over pimply face. Uh, oh, every pimply-faced computer geek will need to be force-fed these pills so he can go to prom. Apparently, these people haven't found the less expensive, less harmful alternative alcohol. How many people have you met who didn't have their underwear on their head after six shots? So, like... That that joke's kind of, uh, they call it hacky, because I think everybody in the business has a social anxiety disorder joke, and I think the basic punchline of it most times was that, uh, you know, why do you need to take a pill if you could have a couple drinks, you know, because, uh, you know, drinking was the old school uh, social anxiety disorder medication. I thought I had a pretty good read on it. I feel like I, I rewrote it a little bit and I focused I focused more on the fact that social anxiety disorder uh, the initials spelled out sad which I thought was kind of funny social anxiety disorder its acronym was sad. Uh, I don't know why I thought that was funny apparently no one else did I uh I apologize. I've got a, uh, I've got a radio interview that's coming up here. I think I don't know if it's at eleven or eleven thirty. So I'm just double checking here real quick. Okay, it's at eleven thirty. So we're still good. We're still good to record. So next joke. Let's see what we got here. It is funny what you remember as a kid. Uh, advice and things. I was having sex with my girlfriend and she said she bent my dick the wrong way and all I could think of is rub some dirt on it and walk it off. So I'm running through the house looking for some dirt and all I could find was miracle Grow. So I rubbed that on there and the next morning I had shrubbery. So I had to cut most of it off with her weed whacker. <laughs> God, I can still remember telling that stupid joke. Oh, God, there's more to that bit. Sorry, continued on the next page. My girlfriend thinks she's Edward Scissorhands cutting it into hedge art. Her, her friends built the treehouse up there, and I call them all the backhoes. Boom! <laughs> God, that's such a horrible joke. Oh... My Jewish friends just named their kid Joseph Edward Weinberg. Apparently, they don't have any problem with their son having the initials Jew. <laughs> What's the definition of bad taste? Playing another one's... Oh, playing another one bites the dust at a funeral. What's the definition of mass confusion? 40 blind lesbians in a fish market. <laughs> What's the definition of a joke over over our 2000 oh our 2000 elections 
Oh, I, I feel like I'm going to be going into some election material here. <laughs> so Gore cast his vote in Florida and accidentally voted for Buchanan. <laughs> oh, next one. Just be your own answering machine joke, quotation marks. So I just had a birthday back in June, and it's just funny how birthdays change over the years. When you're young, it's all about friends, presents, cake, and dinner, maybe an amusement park and a clown. Quick side note, when I was 12, my parents got me a clown, and a clown, the clown had horrible B.O. My parents thought was score scored of him, but he just, uh he smelled like a 15-day-old block of Swiss cheese. But it's different now. We still, you know, get clowns for our birthday parties. But the names are Bubbles and Candy. And those big shoes don't stay on for long, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that was another thing. Is I had this mentality, like when I first started out in comedy, that every comedian had a catchphrase. So I was trying to work on a catchphrase so I could uh, you know, be as famous as Larry the Cable Guy with the Get Her Done. So my catchphrase that I was trying to push early in my career was, you know what I'm saying. Like after everything, I would say, you know what I'm saying. And that was supposed to be my catchphrase. And then I turned on BT for five minutes, or uh, BET, and watched uh, Comic View and realized that's what every black comic says. So... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got here. I don't like the the fortune cookies I got the other day. They weren't helpful. They said, you're getting pudgy, hit the gym. Whatever happened to the happy fortunes? Like, you'll be famous, you'll be rich, you'll find love. What's next? Insult fortunes? You're fat, you're ugly. Stop walking like a fag. Oh, that's nice. The election recount. I don't know if you guys remember the 2000 election recount in Florida and the hanging chads. But apparently we're going into a joke here about it. The election recount. Snickers commercials. Pregnant. Swinging. Floor. Try. I don't even know what that joke is. I'm moving on. Strom Thurmond's 100. War with Japan kicked their ass one last time. Okay. What was the last count? 460? People who give a shit anymore. Boom! <laughs> That's an opener. Okay, I got an audition for stuff, and I don't get stuff for the main reason that I'm an enormous man, and I stick out like a sore thumb. Agents will tell me, okay, that was good, but could you do it uh, smaller? Let me tell you how much fun it is to wait in line to audition. And when I get in, they have to raise the camera four feet, and the person running the camera has to get on a chair. Let's get this out of the way. I'm a big man. <laughs> I don't try to hide it. I can't... I can't help that a Vietnamese family of four could hide behind me and you wouldn't know it. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I'm 662... Oh, God, 66290. My God, that was 60 pounds ago. And I wear a size 16 shoe. 
if you know what I'm saying, quotation marks. Have you ever noticed that you can make anything sound uh, sexual by just adding the phrase, if you know what I'm saying? I think that's the original joke that I was trying to get it cooking with. I'm going to the bread store to get some bread and butter, if you know what I'm saying. I got a date tonight, so I need to swing by the drugstore, if you know what I'm saying. I got to take my grandma to the dentist, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, God. And contrary to what you might think, I don't... I do not drive a large car. People think I drive a large car, but I drive a 94 Hyundai Scoop. God, I remember that shitty car. Very small car. I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Running Man. I got the seat all the way back and down, and I probably should just take out the seat and sit in the back. That'd be awkward for my passengers to turn around and talk to me. I am big, huge. When I ask people if they have clothes in my size, they laugh and shake their head. We can fashion something out of a curtain for you. <laughs> At restaurants, waiters will put my food down and nudge me and say, I put a little extra on there for you, big guy. Wink. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. When I got to the amusement park, they laugh. I don't think so. I went to Six Flags in Gurney and waited three hours for a ride and got in my seat and three ushers and the manager had to sit on the shoulder harness to get it locked. This is what I put up with. My chest was too big. Yeah, I get it. I'm 6'6", 290. Why do I keep having to write that? I need an umbrella drink and a dirty naked freak. I think that was from a movie. I work at Mystic Lake, and for Halloween I dressed up like Godzilla. They made me take it off. They said I was scaring the customers. Knocking over lampstands and breathing fire was a bit much. The t-shirt read, Asians taste like chicken. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, what's funny is I, that joke's still in my act. I told it last night. <laughs> Bob Euchre's career's in the toilet. That was just a joke. <laughs> Some people who couldn't figure out how to measure two tablespoons of butter, so they had to put the markings on the stick of butter. Just thinking out loud, not really a joke. Dell Computer, how do you order a computer? Oh, will you shut the crap up. Dell Computer, how do you order a computer at Dell.com if you don't have a computer? It's like an illiterate trying to order hooked on phonics by dialing 1-800-A-B-C-D-E-F-G. That is stupid. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that, but the hooked on phonics phone number, they always say it's 1-800-A-B-C-D-E-F-G. <laughs> if you can't read, how the fuck are you supposed to dial that number? Let me give you a glimpse into my life. That's all it says. Uh, let's see... You ever not really been in the mood to masturbate? But when you flip on your VCR, there's still a porn in there, so you figure, what the hell? <laughs> Bad acid, one guy gets a mohawk. Okay. This just looks like a bunch of me trying to figure out how to pay my bills on that one. That's good. I want to talk about dreams real quick. I love how I'm so conversational in my notebook. 
I read an actual, I read an article that said that the new wave thinking about dreams is that they don't mean anything, that they are a way for the brain to test its faculties. Of course, Freud thought all dreams were linked to sex. Me, I think dreams are linked to food. Stay with me now. That's actually written in here. I don't know. I just think they are. Last night I dreamt that I was running through a Walmart looking for cheese and a bike pump. Then I woke up and ate some cheddar air crisps. Dreams that pretzels are attacking her. Oh, God. That joke just went off the deep end. Uh, no. Uh, just some some lists of when I did uh... oh actually you know what I think this is I think this is the set that I did the first time I was ever on stage that's possible my name's Mark Poulos Mark poops a lot that joke you know what I'm saying should play football yeah I think that was the set Okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, and we run into uh, the lyrics for the first funny song I ever wrote, Drunk Outside a Taco Bell drive through Window. That was gold. Naked Chicken Hormones, Watching Cinemax Porn. This is just like a list of ideas, I think. Funny songs, Underwear Pant Leg. Push-ups, gone, my dad is 75, little eye, balding, potent sperm, little eye only shows up in pictures, onion people, hidden sock people, I don't even know what the hell this is, it all sounds ridiculous, okay, it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of lists, I must have done a ton of open mics back to back with all the STZs out there I always wear a condom beat I wrote in there take a beat rubber glove when I masturbate I can't even trust myself where is this hand been <laughs> that's kind of funny have you ever been talking to somebody in a bar and said to yourself you're gonna have to boil yourself in water for four hours before I'll even think about touching you then after a few drinks you're like well, there's a hot tub back at the hotel. Good enough. Okay. I think my brain has a vendetta against me. Maybe too much barley and hops, but I dream all the time. And the dreams start out awesome, and then I'll have some gorgeous woman obeying my every command. Take that off. Yeah, yeah. Then I get to the good part, and she's she turns autistic. Take your pants off. No, Daddy says that's dirty. I bought these at a Kmart in Chicago. Wapner on it, too. Oh, God. Man, I sometimes I feel like I suck. Okay. Burp, aftershock. Deer frolic sign, breakfast in bed, smoked sausage. When I was 12, I thought a woman got a yeast infection from having sex with a loaf of bread. <laughs> okay, that's a gem. Oh, I guess the second funny song I ever wrote was a homosexual clown sheds a tear. 
turned out well. People in New York tip everyone. We do as well, yet we tip with baked goods. Okay. You happen to see me, or are you wearing camel toe underwear? Shazam! <laughs> Turns out she just has an overactive bladder. Okay. Not to be able to... Oh, I don't know what that joke is. 60,000 porn videos. Five number lotto. Um, that's just bullshit. Bowlers as a kid. Workout. Just a bunch of ideas. Oh, apparently I wrote Drunk Outside a Taco Bell drive through Window, the remix, later on from the point of view of the lonely Mexican cleaning lady. I forgot I did that. <laughs> Some more open mic lists, phone numbers of random people. Joe Somebody casting. I guess I didn't get that. Girls tell me I'm a good kisser and I tell them I learned from my dad. Oh God, it's not what you think. He'd show me on mom and then I would practice on the dog. Okay. Oh, wow. Here's a song I don't even remember writing. Bitch, leave my TV alone. Now I gotta read through this song. <laughs> she popped my tires and killed my cat. The other day she... <coughs> okay. This song uh, became something else, I believe. It wasn't called Bitch Leave My TV Alone. It ended up being something like uh, she traded me sex for a double stack or something like that. So as they popped my tires, killed my cat, she tried to kill me with a bat. One day I called her fat. She tried to stab me with a Kit Kat. Every night I have nightmares about your face. Get your crap out of my place. Remember when I surprised you and I got maced? Two weeks of my life gone to waste. When I met you, I thought, nice rack. Then you slept with my best friend, Jack. I yelled at you, and you kicked me in the sack, but you traded me sex for a double stack. There it is. Gold, people. Just magical gold. Strip poker by yourself? Um, nope, nope. Kaka, kaka, kaka. I went on a date, and I impressed the girl with all my knowledge of current events. She didn't know I just dropped the controller, and it stuck on CNN, and I wasn't able to change it. Okay. See her from across the room. What's her name? So beautiful. What's her name? Eyes like tractor beams. Onion people. I wish I would know what the joke was about the onion people because it keeps popping up and I don't remember writing a joke about onion people or the hidden sock people. I don't even know what it means. Okay. Dancing with the sunshine up in the clouds today. Where? Oh, God. That must have been a. Apparently, this was a real song I wrote. Went on a walk today with no destination in mind, floating on air, playing with the wind, trying to find my sweet angel. Is she flying amongst the stars? Is she in a rainbow? 
I hope I find the treasure. Where are you, angel? <laughs> I'm amongst the stars, dancing with the sunshine inside a rainbow, trying to find my sweet angel. Um, maybe I should reconstitute that and play it for my wife and tell her that I wrote it for her. She'd probably call bullshit on it. Name that porn video, cheerleaders cheering for a different team. Another just long list of garbage. Oh, Lord, if I thought this... Uh, well, that's garbage. I don't even understand some of this stuff. There's a place in India where on your wedding day, a man can refuse his betrothed by pouring gasoline on her and burning her. That gives new meaning to the wedding day jitters. Bang! Uh, let's see. Fast food idiots who can't make up a sandwich. Is there? Wow. People have crazy orders. Half tomatoes. No bottom bun. That's uh, another open mic routine. There's no such thing as the four seasons in Minnesota. It's summer, winter, and two weeks of spring and fall. Around October 8th, you step outside and your scrotum is gone for six months. But it's okay, because I never use it. <laughs> I wrote a lot of self-deprecating humor back then. The Polish Mafia, you cross us, steal from us, we kill ourselves because of the shame. That's actually pretty funny. My last girlfriend was really kinky. She had a color commentator in our bedroom, traveling, double drivel. He's outside, he shows... And he scores three-second foul. <laughs> My friend is naive about the world. Brass rail, five o'clock shadow, and a firm grip. Okay, the world's hard, hard up for sex. People are having sex with trees. Uh, people are having sex with trees so much they've come up with a name for it. They're called dendrophiliacs. Great news, you don't have to worry about pregnancy or STDs. I just have Dutch elm disease. <laughs> That's not too bad. <laughs> oh, man. I just can't get over that stupid real song that I wrote. <laughs> Redneck Barn, my friend, tell me that uh, I'd like a purple monkey. Of course, he gets the name wrong. He calls it a purple hooter. I think you could get away with purple monkey at a redneck bar, but purple hooter... To my surprise, the bartender knew what he was talking about and fixed it right up for him. Then I realized I wasn't in a redneck bar. I was in a gay cowboy bar. I feel sorry for waiters when they go out with my, uh, when I go out with my parents because my dad will never order from the menu. He'll always order something else. Can you make spaghetti without noodles? Well, that's gold. Hopped up on, oh, here's another great song. Hopped up on Pixie Sticks and Jolt Cola trying to beat Legend of Zelda 2. I suppose we can read through this one quick. Staying up late at night, lights are off, TV's bright. Trying to get the silver arrows with all my might. The last Pixie Stick won't go without a fight. I'm high as a kite, gripping the controller tight. Pizza's done, I take a bite. That bitch Gannon's going down tonight. Jeremy threw up on the cat. That's not right. Twelve hours 
no end in sight. Been sitting so long, my ass is tight. That bitch cannon's going down tonight. Oh, and here's the chorus. The lights are off, the TV's bright. Gripping the controller tight. Twelve hours in, no end in sight. That bitch cannon's going down tonight. Man, I wrote some magic back then. Uh, let's see. No, nothing there. Horses are saddled. With, I don't know what the fuck that says. You ever been embarrassed to buy something so you steal it and then you're caught for stealing it? Like candles and Barbra Streisand albums? Something about anal rap. I don't even know. <sighs> Let's see. Crazy people confronted me in the frozen aisle. Wow, that's... Uh... Oh, I got... Okay, I remember this joke now. It was like trying to make small talk with a lady in the frozen food section and it just becomes creepy, you know, because I'd get all tongue-tied, you know. I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Uh, this frozen food section sure makes your nipples hard, you know. <laughs> Let's see, tree houses, kiss goodnight, asking for sex, girls just got uh, funny. My husband buys all the nice things, and I said, well, we all can't be legal prostitutes, so I bought her a hand job. Oh, God. Oh, Journey to the White Castles. That was another big song of mine. This girl's last summer that from the South. She was white trash. In church, they chased wine with beer. My dad's so hairy when he plays shirts and skins. He still shirts when he skins. <laughs> I want cats on drugs. I want some pussy. <laughs> Non-alcoholic beer. Sex without the orgasm. So I had one the other day. See how a girl feels. Oh, boom. <laughs> That's actually a funny joke. A non-alcoholic beer is like sex without without the orgasm. So I had one the other day so I could see how a girl feels. Shipping. Wasted money on signs that made no sense. Arrows into the road, work, bump. That's great. They found the bump and then they just pointed to it. Good thing they don't do that in the medical profession. Well, we found a lump in your head, and we're not going to fix it. We're just going to affix the sign to your head with an arrow that says lump. That's not too bad. Women after the show, drag racing. It's such a stupid joke. I'm a black belt in Taibo. Longest I went without masturbating was 13 years. hey <laughs> It's annoying to have sex with somebody who has ADD. That's still in my routine. Drunk, call a friend. Do you think there was the next day? Uh, my relationships. My relationships are like Lenny from Mice and Men. I'll pet him and then I kill him. Well, that's nice. Uh, I watch porn. Yep. Still porn jokes. Masturbate, porn, sex. <sighs> You know, every comic goes through progressions of, like, material that they'll tell, you know. It's like, it all starts out with jerking off and dick jokes, and then it becomes a little bit more intelligent. 
I was laying some tile last night, and when I asked her why they called her that... <laughs> I was laying some tile last night, and when I asked her why they called her that, she said, because she gets laid more than tile. So I washed up and I went home. <laughs> I slept with this girl a while back when we were post-coital bliss. She said, you're the biggest man I've ever been with. And I didn't want to break the mood and say size-wise or penis-wise. <laughs> that joke's actually on my new album. And uh, uh, I think me and uh, Cocazello talked about it on one of the Stoner and the Fat Man uh, podcasts. But that's the joke that he called and told me he had. And that's the joke that got him back into comedy. So looks like we're at the last couple pages here. Uh, I like to swim in a shark costume just to fuck with people. Uh, a squirrel likes to give BJs with a mouthful of nuts. I'm allergic to vaginas, nads, hair removal, ambient makes you drowsy. Oh God, is this another reel? I look in the mirror and I see your face staring at with thoughts of burning fate isn't it a funny twist of fate because me and you are locked in this horrible place i don't know what that was but my god that's depressing reading 17 magazine in the bathroom and there's an article for how to please your man uh toss this it needs to be an article with two words touch it and then right after that, a, uh, an amazing drawing of Snoopy and Charlie Brown. And then some tips on how to write my bio. And then the, uh, the last page. Paper, plastic, pour. Couple show times. Write, bite, sight, write. I guess I was trying to figure out how to rhyme. And directions to somebody's house. And the last thing just says yourmobile.com. So it's comedy notebook number two. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, as always, you can get this on uh, podbean.com. You can get it at iTunes. Uh, check out largedrunkman.com for my uh, upcoming comedy dates. Uh, all my merch and stuff is on largedrunkman.com. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. And, uh, you know, we may go into notebook number three. I don't know. You know, I think once we get past, like, four and five, it probably won't be that funny anymore. It'll probably be, like, all the jokes that I'm still doing on stage, and that might become kind of depressing. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But thanks again for tuning in to the Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. And uh, tune in next time when we talk about... Who knows?